היום יום י"ד כסלו, מבורכין ברכס המוזן בקייס של ברוכו, אף שאין אסורו. We bench with a כוס של ברוכו, with a cup of wine, a cup of blessing, even if there are no ten people. About this, there are three opinions that Altarebbe brings in Shechonoruch. One opinion that you have to have a cup of wine even when you bench by yourself, and you have to pursue finding a cup of wine. The second opinion that you do not have to have a cup of wine only if you have a mezuman. The third opinion that even three or even ten not necessarily do you must have a cup of wine, but it's better to have a cup of wine. The common accepted minig is that an individual doesn't use wine. Even by three, you don't necessarily use a cup of wine, and even by ten, only on formal occasions. And then there are those who behave differently and to each their own, because it seems like, according to Kabbalah, you shouldn't use a cup if it's less than three people. So one person by himself for sure shouldn't do it. Then it is known from the Minhogim that we saw by the Rabbeim and by Chassidim, this was not the common minheg. What the Rebbe is saying here is, even if there are no ten people, you still can use a cup of wine. And it's interesting that there is a sicha from the Rebbe, where the Rebbe mentioned this minheg, that we should make an effort to use a koshol brocho, even by one, and for sure by three or by ten. But then in a footnote, he does bring that the common custom is that it's not done that way, and this is according to Kabbalah. What's interesting to note from the Fidik Rebbe, there is that the Baal Shem Tev on Shavuos used to make a special effort to have a minion in order so he can use a cup of wine. So it seems like that the minion of the Baal Shem Tev was not to use a cup of wine with less than 10 people. Another point by benching, hakos al kaf hayad The cup of wine, you hold it on the palm of your hand and the fingers should be upright. They should be wrapping around the cup. The cup of wine should be in a cup of your hand and this is also according to Kabbalah. Next point, eiches hakos me'amiras rabbeisa me'vam benchen adachrei siyum brocha shlishis she'oz ma'amidei ala shulchan. You hold Hold the cup from when you say Rabbi Isai until you complete the third bracha, and then you place the cup of wine back onto the table. It seems like this has to do with the fact that the first three brachas are midairaise. It's a mitzvah from the Torah, the first three brachas. So therefore, the kos we need for that part of benching, the fourth bracha is midrabonon. So perhaps that's the reason we put down the cup of wine in one sicha, my father, the Rebbe Rashab, explained a concept, and this is the content of what he said. Yes, tzadik, yoshor, tomim, chosid. There is a tzadik, a righteous person, yoshor, an upright person, tomim, a earnest person, chosid, a pious person. Tzadik, al shem mitzvah asay. A tzadik is called because of his performance of positive commandments. Mamshir giluyim the seder By performing positive commandments, you elicit revelations inherent in the creative order. Yoshor, the upright person, al shem kium because of his upkeeping the negative commandments, which is giluyim lemaila miseder ishtalshulis. That service draws revelation beyond the creative order. Then there is tomim, a earnest person, Ernstkeit, Giluim, the Tam, 
A person who is earnest is wholesome, and therefore, by him, the tree and the fruit have the same taste. There is no separation between the tree and the fruit. They are identical. It is the co-joining of the encompassing lights and the permeating lights. Higher than all these three levels is a chosid, the pious. And there are three rungs in the levels of chosid. The first one, that world does not disturb or distract him from godliness. Every person is capable of achieving this level. And every person is supposed to come to a level that the world should not disturb or distract him from godliness. All his concerns are godliness. Although it's not distant from you, not everybody is capable of reaching a level that all his concerns is godliness. As it says in Tikkunizeyar, who is a pious person who is benevolent with his creator, he is benevolent toward his nest. And it's explained in Tanya. This is to unify God and his Shechina down here in this physical world. And not for satisfying the thirst of your thirsting soul for your own benefit. This is from a sicha of the Rebbe Rashab and Teres Sholem. Seems like it was recorded by the Friedeke Rebbe, where the Rebbe talks about the greatness of the level of a chosid. So he starts off that there are four levels. There is the tzaddik, the yoshar, the tomim, and the chosid rises above them. Why is yoshar greater than tzaddik? So it's brought in Medrash. The difference between a tzaddik and a yoshar is a Tzaddik performs positive mitzvahs, instant gratification. He does something positive and he gets the reward. It's instant reward. The Yashar focuses on the negative mitzvahs. It's not a positive action. So there is no positive result. But the reward, it's kind of hold back. And he uses an example. The difference between if you sow grain, you take actual grains and you sow it in the field and immediately it starts sprouting new grain. It's the same grain sowed and the same grain growing in multitudes, of course. But then it's when you plant a seed of a tree. The seed is not even edible. You plant it in the ground and then it takes a long time until the fruits and the trees start growing. This would be the difference between a tzaddik and a yoshor. A yoshor does not do something that is instant. It takes time, but the revelations are greater. Then we have the tomim, which is greater than the two. The tomim is earnestness. He is wholesome. He is completely dedicated to godliness. Everything about him is about godliness. And in that way, he gets both. Before, we were talking about when you plow the grain, it is the grain you get back. So this is within Seder Istalsalist, within the confines of the world. When you plant a seed of a tree, something else comes out, something greater, something higher. And the Tomim, he gets both. He gets within nature and he gets above nature, higher than nature. Higher than that is Chosid. The Chosid is focused on one 
content, a lack of self. So the highest level is that there's no self at all, and it's all about connecting godliness with the world down here. There's nothing else existing. It's all godliness. The middle level, a lower level, is that he works himself through that he is all about godliness. But he worked himself through. It's not about the God, but it's about him working himself through to get close to godliness. A lower level is he's involved with the world, but it doesn't distract him from godliness. And this is a level of Chosid on the lowest level. So in summary, the Rebbe says, these are six levels. The first thing is a tzaddik. He does the positive commandments. His reward is godliness, which is within the confines of the world. A yoshor, who holds back the negative commandments, draws from a higher level, not confined to the limitations of the world. Tomin is wholesomeness, earnestness. And because he is earnest and wholesome, he gets from within the confines of the world and from higher the confines of the world. And then chosid is higher than all of these three. The highest level is all about connecting godliness with this world. There's no separation between the world and godliness. The middle level, he worked himself through to reach a level of godliness, but it's coming from him. The third level is he's still connected with the world, but he is not distracted. And this is a level that everyone is supposed to reach and achieve.